The following podcast contains subject matter that may be unsuitable for more sensible viewers. Views expressed here do not reflect that of any community that you would want to be a part of. Listener discretion is mandatory. Mama, what this ch***ns me? No, 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 no! Welcome back to Tranifesto, the bad dragon of Harry Potter fan podcasts. I am... Hey, everyone. I'm Madeline Hops. I'm joined by... I'm Ree Carter. World's ending. I'm Amy. You're the world's ending. We are broadcasting live from the uh, demilitarized zone of Seattle. The, 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 The Chaz. The Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Autonomous yep. Zone. Also known as Capitol Hill Free Zone. Also known as C- Seattle Autonomous Zone. Also known as the Seattle Commune. Which, which, may I, may I, may I start this, this episode off by saying every listener has an obligation to start an autonomous zone in every, in, in their city. And then we, and if you do so, we will do a tour of every single autonomous zone yeah. In North America. The the US Canada border is literally shut down, sweetie. Like we <laughs> We, we will show up to entertain your troops. We will be the troop entertainment. <laughs> I'll show up with a giant chin and a uh, golf club. And yeah, uh, yeah. So uh hey, how y'all doing out there? I hope everyone's doing alright. And uh if you yeah. don't support Black Lives Matter, you can fuck off listening to the rest of the show. Cool? Yeah. Cool? Black well, Lives Matter, it's it's worth noting before we go and talk about completely unrelated shit that the protests going on right now are way more important than what the fuck JK Rowling is going on about. Yeah. So go to a protest, support protesters with money, support bail funds, support BLM chapters. Find um, your find, families. Find your local thing. Support the thing. Time for anxiety canceled. Uh, living in your house and not leaving canceled. Um, yes. Not being active. It's over. You've had yeah. your time. So we had we'll our good rest. Some of our Patreon money to causes like that. So if you were yes. going to give us Patreon money, don't. Yeah. Not right yeah. now. Give it to someone else. Give it to BLM. And for those of you who are giving us Patreon mo- money, uh, just know that your uh, money this time is not just going to our meth habit. It's actually helping something useful for once. God, did you see Donald's, Donald Trump's tweet yesterday night about Wait, the he Seattle tweets? Commune? He's on Twitter. Um, can, I, can I read it, please? Please, can yes, I, uh, go for it. He posts so much. You just shit post after shit post. And if we point out how much he posts and how badly he spells and what time of nights he posts, oh, that'll, that'll get him. Yeah, That'll we show. said, uh, yeah, I, I retweeted uh, confefe, just the word, and uh, I think that alone will destroy his administration. So he tweeted, radical left Governor Jay Inslee and the mayor of Seattle are being taunted and played at a level that our great country has never seen before. Take back your city now. If you don't do it, I will. This is not a game. These ugly anarchists must be stooped immediately. <laughs> Move fast. And then several hours later, he deleted the tweet. And corrected stooped to stopped, but it took a while <laughs> to get on that one. Um, and so I think it's just worth noting for posterity that he is dipshit Adolf Thier, um, and this Paris Commune will succeed. Yeah, and uh, with any luck, uh, uh, Cascadia will soon then follow, and uh, the world will be as it should be. So in much less relevant news. <laughs> yes, and in terms of like what's relevant to the show, uh, we're going to do a little bit of a gay agenda this week, and uh, who better to talk about uh, than the, 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 the lady who's been on, uh, I would say, whether you want to hear about her or not, you're hearing about her this week. Uh, that's right, Miss uh, J.K. Rowling, 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 Rowling on the Rowling on the floor, J.K.ing. Ah, there she's we go. Having a normal one, she's having a yeah, normal life. She's having a senior moment uh, that will last starting from her thirties. Well, first, like, let's start out with like, what's your guys' relationship with uh, Harry Potter and like her whole? Because a lot of Harry people Potter. are having a real re- a real reckoning with their relationship with her work right now. Well, I know I personally can't climax unless the person I'm with is dressed as Hagrid. It's really tough for me at this point in time. You do, you do have a type. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean like i don't know it's 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 like i i read the books as a kid i love the books as a kid i remember that i mean for me i didn't see much in terms of deep metaphor as a kid because i was stupid um but it was like i don't know it was wizards and shit i mean for i think that 
I personally think the Potter fandom that exists now is obnoxious and I detest oh, it. It's so bad. Like I love I, mean, I love I you people, but it, it's so bad. In general. If if I hear one more person be like, called Donald Trump a Slytherin or some whatever shit or uh, what, what was it War- Elizabeth Warren was Hufflepuff or some I don't fucking I don't give a shit I think about that any she's of this. Ravenclaw. Elizabeth you are Warren thirty was... and forty goddamn years old. Please stop comparing people to houses. Just, yeah, I mean, read another book. <laughs> yeah, read I hope another that this book. will make people read another book. Mine Kampf at this point this in time. Moment. Pick up Mine Kampf. God, yeah, That's when my I, relationship to Harry Potter. I liked Harry Potter as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, when I was a I kid, mean, like, like it, I read the first, like, five, and then I discovered, like, mm-hmm. J.R.R. Tolkien. I was like, and then I decided I was better than everyone. I'm like, I read real fantasy. I read yeah. I read Dragonlance. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever read Forgotten Realms? It's better. What is it with people who are like they read like fucking uh like Tolkien and then they just think they're better than everybody else because there's fucking ants. Re, I had a similar experience. I read Harry Potter when I was young and then I decided that I was a bit too old for it and picked up Warrior Cats. Um, <laughs> and I read the Warrior Cats books over and over, and I've just decided that all other fiction just won't cut it. Yeah. So I find it embarrassing that people are still reading Harry Potter. To um, be fair, like, Warrior Warrior Cats did turn you trans, so... Yeah, but I'm not a furry, so what's the math <laughs> on that one? Look, I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is it's both... Both of your books are okay, uh, but nothing will compare mm-hmm. to Animorphs. And I'm sure Animorphs had absolutely no effect on me. Uh, growing up whatsoever. Warrior Cats had no relationship to my psychosexual <laughs> development. <laughs> no relationship to my myriad neuroses. I'm just a well-adjusted person. Um, <laughs> with a normal relationship to animals. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. J- JK Rowling. Joking Rowling. We're on to uh, Joker. Joker. The Joker. Uh, Joker. The joke, the the joke hat. Um, so yeah. So for those of you who don't know, um, um, the Rowlings, uh, recently had a bit of a meltdown on Twitter, and by recently I mean it's still fucking happening at the time of this recording. So that's yeah, great. And everyone's still talking about it. The thing about this meltdown, I mean, we'll talk about it because it's the news. But I'm I, I'm a little bit annoyed every time this happens because like. This isn't new, and it shouldn't be news to anybody. Like, she had a similar meltdown in, like, January and December. She had a similar meltdown, like, a good year and a half ago when people sort of uncovered the fact that all she was doing on Twitter was following TERFs and liking their posts. And and the first time that happened, too, um, for those of you who don't remember, uh, I believe it was her publicist that came through and said that uh, it was a slip of the finger. It was a middle-aged moment. It was a... middle-aged moment what was she following like j michael bailey or something uh it was no it was actually the it was something related to the maya forester thing okay okay so i guess if we're getting if we're starting on the timeline yeah let's uh we we are going to read a bit of an article but before that let's yeah yeah let's establish a bit of a timeline here okay so i want everybody everybody to take a pause everybody take a minute Send to yourself. Remember that time that that one like random tax official or whatever didn't get her uh, Maya Forrester didn't get her contract renewed because she was too turfy. Think about how long ago that was. Think about like way back when. This just take a minute. Just have a, a rough date in your mind. This was De- December 2019. Six and a half just months like ago. Six months ago. That is when An this eternity. started. This, like. Rowling, who is one of the old guard turfs, like one of the most like professional turfs that you know, is this is like really, really been going for less than a year. So, anyways, yeah. with that in mind, let's get into the timeline. Well, the timeline actually begins. Um, can I can I talk about the book? Yeah, before go we for get it. into this, because this is yeah, technically yeah. the chronological beginning, as far as I know. Just to to prove to prove that this is not a <laughs> not new news. thing for her. This is something that is like clearly baked into her worldview. So in 2014, 2014, this is the Obama administration, right? Matt, Matt, you remember when Obama was in uh, office and racism was over? It was great. J.K. Rowling wrote some shitty book under a pen name called The Silkworm. Um, the Silkworm is sort of this Which masturbatory... Which totally sounds like a gay memoir. <laughs> this masturbatory, like, satire of the literary industry, like, about, like, sh- you know, like, shitty authors and rivalries among publishers and bullshit. Like, no, just the only person who could possibly want to read this is, like, J.K. Rowling. 
And she was going to publish it under a pen name, um, and the pen name is notable. Um, Robert Galbraith was her pen name, and some people have noted that a man named Robert Galbraith Heath um, was a gay conversion therapist in the USA um, in, like, the 40s and 50s and 60s. He was doing, like, electroshock. I'm sure it's a fairly common name. I'm sure it was a total... Robert Galbraith Heath. He's doing like electroshock therapy on gay people to try to cure them of their homosexuality. Um, he was also incidentally experimenting with LSD and brain control via surgically implanted electrodes <laughs> and was quite possibly, allegedly, financed by the CIA as part of MK Ultra. Look, and, and, and you know what? And, like, and obviously, we all know that you know gay conversion therapy is a farce. But I think the last thing that would work on making people straight is to pump them full of hallucinogenics. I think that would probably be the exact opposite of what you wanted. You also know, like that experiment where like they hooked monkeys up to like a thousand typewriters gas masks that just pumped marijuana smoke into their lungs wait what do you know, do you know what i'm talking about do you, do you know the study they like pumped pumped monkeys full of marijuana smoke to prove that marijuana was bad for you um and the study has been cited for decades and decades afterwards of conclusive proof that weed is like cancerous this was also oh robert galbraith heath this is totally irrelevant <laughs> jk rowling but what a guy, seriously. A thousand monkeys on a thousand typewriters smoking marijuana will one day write Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. See, I was waiting for you to say he was also the guy who tried to talk to dolphins and gave them LSD. But, oh, you know, <laughs> that was probably part of MKUltra too, though. The fuck it, They're the fuck, swapping research. The 50s and 60s was a weird time, especially if you're getting funding from the CIA. Which, hey, CIA... Call us. Well, I mean, we, so... we, we are a psyop to derail the uh, queer the queer movement. I am the CEO Everyone of Antifa. Everyone is a psyop. Now. There's a fed inside of everybody. Everybody is a fed. And if you don't think you're a fed, you're definitely a fed. You've just been <laughs> brainwashed by the CIA um, using electrodes that were developed by Robert Galbraith Heath. So oh my Robert God. Galbraith, um, J.K. Rowling's pen name, he wrote this novel called The Silkworm. Um, it's J.K. Rowling's novel. Um, and in this shitty novel about being an author or whatever, um, there's a trans woman character named Pippa. And J.K. Rowling is very fixated on Pippa and how ugly she is and how unpassy she is and stuff. Um, here's a quote from... Which, thank you. We don't need to be reminded. Caitlin Burns, who a bunch of you probably follow on Twitter, about um, one of the scenes in The Silkworm. Quote, in the scene, a trans woman, Pippa, follows and tries to stab the protagonist before getting trapped in his office. After demanding Pippa's ID, her trans status is revealed and her visible Adam's apple is noted. <laughs> While oh. it's noted that her hands, oh. presumably enormous, were jammed into her pockets. Jesus fucking Christ. Pippa tries several times to escape the office before the protagonist finally says, quote, if you go for that door one more time, I'm calling the police, and I'll testify, and be glad to watch you go down for attempted murder. And it won't be fun for you, Pippa, not pre-op. Oh the implication God. being, Pippa is going to go to a male prison and suffer prison rape. Very funny. J.K. Rowling, very woke. Oh my I just want to I want to watch Janus Girl again. I, just, I miss oh. also, I miss Eddie Redman. We were not fair to him. May I say that Eddie, Eddie Redmayne, among all of the, basically everyone else who's ever been involved with the Harry Potter film series, has come out against J.K. Rowling. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Eddie Redmayne, despite dis, dis, despite Danish Girls, wanted the good one. So her transphobia dates back years and years, eras, you might say, different different time. Um, but in, over the past, I would say year, it started stirring more feverishly. And I don't know if it's just the way that washed up British writers end up going, um, where it's just like they don't have a lot, they have more time on their hands, they're not working as much, so they start hating trans people. You know, she's rich and she's British and she's white um, and she's like a sort of Tony Blair labor person. And so she's like genetically predisposed. um, It's in her chromosomes, actually, to hate trans people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just, it's just inevitable. It was just sort of when it would manifest. Um, yeah. Whether it would be later in life, it seems to have been stirring for several years, but it's finally reached a crescendo. Yeah, and so with that, um, it all up, uh, It all led up to recently, 
uh, <laughs> where she ended up uh, finally giving her 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 uh, I believe it was referred to uh, I think re referred to it as the manifesto uh, under the tweet turf wars uh, turf uh, of course playfully spelt. Uh, T E R F. Mm-hmm. This was after this was after you know like again like the past six months of her originally coming getting canceled for coming to the defense of a turfy person who didn't get their job back yeah. to uh, people like criticism of the term people who menstruate and shit like that um, and then also the uh, a tweet of, about some fan art where it's in in what appears to be a senior moment was saying. <laughs> Let me let me read this out to you. To a picture that is that is captioned J.K. Rowling. Here's my daughter's nine Ichabog, and a picture of like a funky monster. Yeah, like J.K. Rowling painted some some little. I love this truly fabulous Ichabog <laughs> with its bat ears, mismatched eyes, and terrifying blood teeth, bloodstained teeth. In court, Wolf claims in a Facebook post in which he says he wanted to fuck up some turfs was just bravado. Hashtag the Ichabod. The Ichabod. Which, you see, here's what I love know. about that. Here's what I love about that is that she obviously went on to say, you know, that she, she copy-pasted it, it was a mistake. But, but it's the fact that, that she afterwards put the hashtag like she she read it she's like no that's fine that sounds exactly like what i meant to say and then just wrote the hashtag like it's it's i mean have it's, you ever literally, done that? it's literally i i, I love that i i love this please ignore the picture down below i don't know how to remove it <laughs> i mean to be fair have you ever done that like pasted something that was on your clipboard into some message you were sending that somebody because I have done that. Oh, always. Like, I am terrified of, like, accidentally copy-pasting something that, like, I was sending to one of our group uh, discords into my work Slack. Like, that is oh, one, yeah. of my, yeah. that's one of my perpetual fears. No, that's fair. So, yeah, uh, up to that point in time um, and after the Ichabog uh, tweet, uh, apparently uh, the uh, the Gestapo, the, the trans lobby, the Tranifesto. We tried to cancel oh. her too hard. Yep, and uh, because of that... Uh, the Turf Wars article came out, and it was basically J.K. Rowling um, having a bit of a go uh, titled, J.K. Rowling writes about her reasons for speaking out on sex and gender issues. Now, just so we're clear here, she wrote that headline herself. Uh, so she is referring to herself in the third person in that, which is, you know, great. Um, but the bigger issue here is, is that uh, it's a 3,500-word essay uh, that could probably be boiled down to, mm, I'll be generous, 50 words. Well, if you just go to, like, r slash gender critical and, like, copy-paste several random comments into a Word document, um, you're statistically going to end up with something comparable to what this screed is. Yeah. Like, none of it is interesting or original. Some parts of it are funny, but it's certainly not, like, groundbreaking insight into, like, some new framework for transphobia. Yeah. It's really just, like, turf shit. It's literally, it's, yeah, it's literally all the tropes you've heard before, just with Mm -hmm. way more words than are required to describe whatever it is that she's uh, saying. So, with that being said, though, um, we're not going to read the entire article because... We don't hate ourselves that much. We hate ourselves, but just not that much. Well, and it's boring, and yeah. you deserve better. Um, and so with that, there is one part we wanted to go over in which she lists why she decided to write the article. And I figure this is this is probably oh, the yes. better... She has, she has five... Yeah, five points. points. Five points. And by the way, it looked like four points for the longest time, and then like another six, was it seven paragraphs down, she finally got to her fifth point. So that being said, though, um, so this is from the J.K. Rowling article. Uh, J.K. Rowling writes about herself, or writes about her reasons for speaking out on sex and gender issues, written by J.K. Rowling. Uh, yes, warning, so this cent- centers herself as a centers herself as the victim. Yeah, unless she's writing under a pen name again, and this is actually Dean Koontz writing as J.K. Rowling under a pen name. It's ghostwritten by Glenner because he just can't find work anymore. Oh yeah, um, but she was just doing him a favor. Yeah, uh, you can write for me. It's not that she needed him to write this. Uh, here's the article. Uh, specifically, we're going to start about halfway through, and we're going to just read this little bit of a list so we can get everyone up to date on it. Um, and just like the Glitter episode, we're here mostly to just take the piss out of her. So why am I doing this? Why speak up? Why not quietly do my research and keep my head down? Well, I've got five reasons for being worried about the new trans activism and deciding I need to speak up. You won't believe number four. <laughs> Thanks, Buzz. All right. Firstly, I have a charitable trust that focuses on alleviating social de- uh, deprivation in Scotland with a particular emphasis on women and children. Among other things, my trust supports projects for female prisoners and survivors of domestic and sexual abuse. I also fund medical research for, into MS, a disease that behaves very differently in men and women. 
It's been cleared. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's okay. so fucking dumb. And that's okay. behaves differently in men and women. And somehow trans activism is a threat. Like, I guess yes. the, 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 the threat is that, like, a trans person will self-identify as their, you know, gender, as the opposite gender, whatever. And they will contract MS and they will go to the doctor and the doctor will fail to treat the MS because the trans person has self-identified. Yeah. That is the concern, I suppose. Like, just yeah. fucking insane. Right. And also, too, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, in terms of uh, alleviating social deprivation in Scotland, wasn't this also the woman who voted against Scottish independence? I remember something about that. She also, she also yeah. campaigned against Jeremy Corbyn. Fucking, that was like, that was strike one and two, and you do not get a third strike with me. I can forgive turfiness, but being opposed to Scottish independence, that's where I draw the yeah, line. Yeah. <laughs> it's been clear to me for a while that the new trans activism is having, what is this new trans activism? I'm sorry, she brings this up twice now, and what well, the fuck is that? We're, it's, it's whatever we talk about on the <laughs> what, <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's us, that's literally like, us. Yeah, we, <laughs> whatever that is. Um, or is likely to have, if all demands are met, a significant impact on many of the causes I support because it's pushing to erode the legal definition of sex and replace it with gender. It's going to have a significant impact on MS. <laughs> like a thing that on literally just like, you know what? I mean, all of us have like complicated opinions about like, you know, how gender is disclosed on forms. But if a, if a do- if your doctor, if your intake form when you're going to your doctor says, are you trans? And you click yes, they're going to handle your MS yeah. like, diagnosis yeah. differently. Well, it's, it's also like, that easy. It's is there literally any, that easy. Is there any research about whether like having significantly different hormone levels impacts how MS presents? Well, no, from, because like, that would, that, that, that would give a like biological support to trans people. Like that would insinuate that like, trans, <laughs> that trans women who take estrogen are, like more female than male, which is would go against her entire worldview. I mean, it's right. just, it's just, it's just like her MS charity is being significantly impacted by self ID. Just fucking insane. I don't know about you two, but when I went to the clinic, they said, now, if you do go on hormones, uh, you will have some social issues and you will forever damage the research done by uh, MS professionals. Oh, yeah. And you have to sign the paper saying, I am happy. I am fully aware and happily damaged J.K. Rowling's MS research. Well, this is why I did it. (laughs) They make you swear on the fourth book. It's really weird. You have to spit into a cup and it gets mailed directly to her. (laughs) Just her wall is littered like a hunting trophy of just trans spit everywhere. It's like so, the gum wall in Seattle. So here's the first reason, right? She she does charity for survivors of domestic and sexual abuse. She she does charity. The, the second half of the first reason is she does charity for MS, right? So she's a very charitable person. She wants you mm. to know. Let's get to the second reason. Yeah. The second reason is that I'm an ex-teacher and founder of a children's charity, which gives oh. me an interest in both educating and safeguarding. More charity. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> like many others, I have deep concerns about the effects the trans right movement is having on both. Okay, yeah, well, typical, like typical gay panic shit. Oh, yeah. No, like literally it's... just remove the word trans and put in gay. And it's basically we're back in the 90s. Education yeah. and safeguarding. If we if we start accepting lesbians, like young girls are going to think it's a, that it's OK to like other girls. And like, that's not a decision yeah. you can make until you're past the age of you're allowed to drink and vote <laughs> and join the army. You listen to one Tegan and Sarah album and all of a sudden you're muff diving. So... <laughs> Like, what impact exactly the trans right movements has on education and safeguarding is not clear. Um, she just notes that there is an impact. Um, and you can, you can, you know, you can imagine what that might be. She won't yeah. say. Like, yeah, it, it could be. It could be the fact that, you know, kids are not dying, but mm-hmm. we're just going off on a limb here. Yeah, it's like I listened to that Macklemore song where he thought he was gay because he was like an artist. And then oh I, 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 I was terrified <laughs> that kids might think they're trans because they watch anime. Like, I can't I can't wait for, the, for a white rapper to make a song about how he thought he was trans. The third is that as a much banned author, I'm interested in freedom of speech and have publicly defended even unto Donald Trump. 
What? That's brave. She's Wait, defended what? free speech under Donald Trump. As uh, a British lady, she yeah. is under a lot of threat doing that. She might be locked up. She thinks that Donald Trump, a man who, like, by, who has, there's no reason why he hasn't been, like, banned from Twitter, who has every <laughs> single, like, out, public outlet in the world... She's defended his free speech. Yeah. Wait, wait, has she defended Donald Trump's free speech? Or I, has she defended free speech during the Donald Trump presidency? No, I, th- I think... No, it's not under. It's unto. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, but even, even then, like, the... Sorry, the first part is what gets me. The much-banned author? Yeah, she's been banned in, like, some, like, insanely Christian school districts because of oh, guess from so. a witchcraft. Yeah. Yeah. So fair. now, wait, now, so now she's not allowed in Christian bookstores or pu- co-op-owned anarchist bookstores? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> where is she going? Where are they going to buy her books? Like, I hear her books are uh, outlawed in Chaz. Uh, so... <laughs> Anyways, where um, am I supposed to buy Harry Potter books? Amazon? It's insane. <laughs> when will the censorship stop? <laughs> The fourth is where things start to get truly personal. Uh, I'm concerned about the huge explosion in young women wishing to transition and also about the increasing numbers who seem to be detransitioning, returning to their original sex. Citations well, sorely needed. Well, yeah, like uh, if you if you have more people transitioning, you're going to have more people detransitioning. If you have more people like identifying as homosexual, there's going to be more people deciding that they're not homosexual. It's right. The, it's that's statistics. And also too, detransitioning is not necessarily because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't what they needed. It could be for other reasons outside of that as well. Yeah, Social we, pressures, that kind of stuff. Yeah. We remember we watched that yeah. whole documentary about people who detransitioned and none of oh their, my God. all, all of their reasons were like <laughs> deeply personal. Yeah. Like remember the, uh, I want you to call me daddy lady. Oh my god. I yeah. have that sound clip. See, I have repressed just... this. <laughs> yeah, like, literally all, like, there, uh, none of their decisions had anything to do with, like, turfy talking points about fucking biology. Oh, oh my mm-hmm. fucking Christ. Because they regret taking steps that have, in some cases, altered their bodies irre- irre- irrevocably. Oh, I always have trouble with that word. And taken away their fertility. Some say they decided to transition after realizing they were same-sex attracted and that transitioning was partly driven by homophobia, either in society or their, in their families. Again, like I, citation needed. And also very <laughs> interesting that she doesn't bring up trans uh, guy, like, or sorry, like trans, sorry, young men transitioning uh, the other way. Like she only brings up the fact of like the fertility, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of super Well, I mean, trans, I, guess, I guess, I guess trans men can have what it would have their fertility affected through testosterone i'm not sure trans, not trans always trans, yeah trans men right in because that's what quite that's often what I'm not totally that's sure not about. the case yeah. quite often okay. tea has no effects on your fertility you can go off tea and get pregnant yeah but again also anyway. people 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 like you know affect their bodies and fertility in radical ways already for all kinds of reasons that they go on to regret like that's called yeah yeah, that's yeah called like you ha- get a fucking dick tattooed on your forehead but i don't yeah. see dick it rowling writing yeah, open it's called, letter yeah, about it's that it's called having like, a bad <laughs> drug habit in your early 20s like hey, yeah i <laughs> drank orbit soda and i ended up being gay i only do this because of the trans octopus okay <laughs> <laughs> also okay some say they were they decided to transition after realizing they were same-sex attracted and that transitioning was partly driven by homophobia. I don't doubt that some people have done this. Mm-hmm. Isn't it being it's forced just, in like either Saudi Arabia or Iran? It's where Iran. It's, just, it's Iran. Yeah, it's Iran. Uh, okay, yeah. Where um, where is it? Uh, uh, gay mm-hmm. men are being forced to transition, or at least one of them are, so that way they could be in a heterosexual relationship. It's okay, very but weird. have you considered that like homosexual activity could be driven by transphobia? For instance, I sucked a lot of dicks before I realized it didn't have to be gay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And I, <laughs> I just feel like she's not seeing the other side of the story. Most people probably aren't aware. I certainly wasn't until I started researching the issue properly. By the way, just in the main article itself, she says the word researching tons, like so that somehow backs up her argument. Well, it's most no, it's be- because, because, <laughs> because as we've, as we've seen from so many, including Glinner, who we've recently talked about, once you commit to being tur- a turf, it's a full-time job. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, like yeah. a lifestyle choice. I think, I think, I think <laughs> like this whole thing whole with- thing. <laughs> I, I don't want to share bathrooms with British authors anymore. I just love the phrase researching. Like, they're not doing, like, oh, studies. They're just, like, no. scrolling through Twitter and, like, reading articles on Mumsnet. Um, 
God. And coming to conclusions? Yeah, uh, yeah. I did research online, and now I found out 5G uh, is giving uh, me cancer. Yeah, it's like once you become no, a QAnon, once you become a QAnon person, that's a full time job. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so most people probably aren't aware. I certainly wasn't until I started researching the issue properly. 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 Okay. <laughs> no, we keep going. We keep going. We keep going. That 10 years ago, the majority of people wanting to transition to the opposite sex were male. That ratio has now reversed. The UK has experienced a 4,400% increase in girls being referred for transitioning treatment. Autistic girls are hugely overrepresented in their numbers. Just so we're clear too, 4,400% may sound like a lot, but it could also be like we've now added 40 more Yeah, it's like there this. were there were suddenly, yeah. there's been a lot, there's been a probably a similar amount of like, you know, more gay people and stuff in the most recent time. And also like yeah, the whole, like, like the, I, the, I don't know if we've ever really talked about the whole like autistic trans sort of connection because there are a lot of like, I mean, if you spend any time in like queer communities and trans communities, like a lot of trans people are autistic mm-hmm. and like, we see you. To- that's awesome. And yeah, like, it's you. probably, and like, it'd be fascinating, like whether or not you put any stock into like, biological basis into transition like it'd be fascinating to unpack the connection but the the implication here is that autistic people can't be trusted to make their own decisions whenever autistic people are brought up by people who are you know reactionary it's always oh there's all of these autistic people are being made to transition as if Again, as if like, they have no autonomy. Yeah, as again, if they like, have no ability to make their own choices, I, ability to understand themselves. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there is some overlap between the part, like the thing that happens to people that makes them autistic, and the thing that happens to people that makes them trans, and that'd be fascinating to unpack. But that doesn't mean that autistic trans people are invalid in any way, which is the implication here. There's yeah. a deep, implicit ableism to it. That's like. Yeah. Because you just say autistic girls are hugely overrepresented in their numbers, you just leave the quiet part unsaid. What you're really implying by that, which is that autistic people don't have autonomy, don't have the ability to make their own choices, like are, you know, vulnerable to the evil manipulation and must be protected by taking their autonomy away. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, disgusting. Wa- it's a disgusting worldview. Yeah, and I mean, like the like, and I think, really, like you said, like it's the quiet part loud, and it's fucking annoying because, like, mm-hmm. every like everybody who like knows about this trope, every single time you read it, it's frustrating because you know what they're saying, and it's just like, I, I, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. of all the tropes, I think this is probably one of my least favorite ones, which is just the yeah, the blaming. Well, it's, also- it's like it's such a dick move. I guess I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. That's just it's a dick move. And, you know, these statistics, like, the majority of people wanting to transition, the ratio has switched in terms of, like, M to F, F to M or whatever. I mean, there's lots of explanations you can think of for why that is. For one, just the fact that, like, 10 years ago and before, like, the the way that gender clinics operated and the way they understood gender dysphoria, the way the public understood gender dysphoria, the sort of, the way that this thing was conceptualized was heavily tilted towards, like trans femininity because that has always been like the more sort of visible and more um discussed and researched thing yeah because for for just for the record because of trans misogyny but like it's it, it to say this is sort of like you know people have like been maliciously targeting young women which is just not a conclusion you can draw from these stats also this is part of a like it's not a coincidence that there's an increase in, uh, you know, in discovering trans people and discovering autistic people because there's just a much more progressive approach to mm-hmm. diagnosis yeah. and healthcare now. And like, if you want, and if these people wanted to say, oh, the progressive infiltration of the STEM fields, I guess, has caused an increase in autistic and like trans diagnosis. All right, well technically they're right but that requires that that puts the burden on proof of proof to them that that is inadequate or somehow wrong that these diagnoses are invalid it reminds me of the whole um the the vaccines cause autism debate mm-hmm. which is just like it's like it's a, it's an updated version of that which is really mm-hmm. fucking annoying because it's like i don't know it's history repeating itself again a lot of even what she said in this thing has all been like 
gay panic just re repackaged. Mm-hmm. On Saturday morning, I read that the Scottish government is proceeding with its controversial gender recognition plans, which will in effect mean that all a man needs to become a woman is to say he's one. To use a very contemporary word, I was triggered. In the UK, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. In the UK, women are reaching out to each other across party lines, concerned about the erosion of their hard-won rights and widespread intimidation. Across the- party lines, which means, wow, you've just realized that you have common cause with, like, hard-right Tories, and yeah. you are not unpacking that or questioning it. You have just decided that this is, like, you know, an issue so terrible that suddenly you agree with like the worst which, people in yeah, the world. Yeah, which is why like turfs always see them like give them enough time and they always drift into, you know, homo mm-hmm. like explicitly homophobic radical Christian organizations. Yeah. Yeah, well cuz they're just hanging out with the same people. Because because being a turf is a full-time job and that overrides literally any of their other convictions. None of the gender critical women I've talked to hates trans people. On the contrary, Many of them became mm-hmm. interested in the issue in the first place out of concern for trans youth. We just feel hugely, sorry for them. <laughs> and, and they're hugely sympathetic towards trans adults who simply want to live their lives, but who are facing a backlash for brand of activism they don't endorse. I would just like oh my to, God. I would just like to quickly uh, highlight something. At the beginning of uh, this essay that we did not read, uh, J.K. Rowling uh, uh, mentions that she re- reached out to well, she didn't call them a turf, but somebody that she deeply respected and who was a turf. Uh, and I would like to just uh, let our listeners uh, just hang on those parts where uh, it said, none of the gender critical women I've talked to hates trans people. And I would like to read you this uh, tweet from Magdalene Burns, who uh, uh, Miss Rowling had deep respect for. Yeah, friend of the pod. Um, uh, and Magdalene Burns tweet, uh, very, very, very showing of her compassion to trans people. Uh you are fucking blackface actors. You aren't women. You're men who get sexual kicks from being treated like women. Fuck you and your dirty fucking perversions. Our, oppos- our oppression isn't a fetish, you pathetic, sick fuck. So very sympathetic, as you could tell. I mean, you know, I can think someone is a pathetic, sick fuck and not hate them or have any ill will toward them. Every trans person I know is a pathetic, sick fuck. Yeah, especially yeah, you. Yeah, but that's entirely unrelated <laughs> to the trans part. <laughs> No, another thing, another thing about this is, um, many of them became interested in this issue in the first place out of concern for trans youth. I wonder what they're concerned about. I wonder where their concern lies, mm-hmm. why they became so interested, and what exactly they think should change to well, protect trans I'm youth. Hugely sympathetic towards trans adults who simply want to live their lives, which is like she watched one video by future guest of the pod, Blair White, and like <laughs> was like, oh, there's this this is a whole thing. Yeah, Facing no, a they- backlash for a brand of activism they don't endorse. Like the yeah. reason that people hate trans people is because of, you know, the shrill trans activists who talk about what do trans activists talk about? Pronouns. What do we talk about? Uh, um, how, how it's whether it's a, whether it's okay to listen to Chapo. It's bad if there's uh, gendered washroom signs. I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. We, I actually, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, please don't kill us. I think is mostly the the, the line that goes along. Um, so yeah, this brings us to our fifth point uh, in the essay. Now we we will we're not going to read this entire point. Uh, content warning for those of you who are upset to do with issues of sexual assault. Um, we are bringing this up only because we can discuss that it is also a dick move to bring up in the context of what's mm-hmm. happening. So, uh, skipping ahead a little bit, we get, which brings me to the fifth reason I'm deeply concerned about the consequences of the current trans activism. I've been in the public eye now for over 20 years and have never publicly talked about being a domestic abuse and sexual assault survivor. This is because I'm ashamed. This isn't because I'm ashamed of those things. I think she forgot of, but yeah, so, um, we're not going to read the rest of it because it's basically her going into details of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we'll st- I, I would like to start by saying I am sorry that happened to her. I don't want yeah. wish that on anybody. Uh, I don't think it's uh, even my worst enemies. I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. Um, so with that being said, though, fuck her for bringing that up. What the fuck? There is Literally, a time and place to do it. This is like when Kevin this. Spacey came out as gay 
And it's just like, dude, not the time and place. Apparently it's the one wrong way to come out as gay. It's like this sort of, um, I was sexually assaulted by a man as a boy. And so I think gay people are pedophiles. Yeah. That kind of thing. Well, like, like it, it, the correlation is not there. I, there's no correlation. Well, like there's two kind of lines to this. Cause like one, she's like, obviously like this sucks and it's, hard to argue with the line like i don't want anyone who i perceive as male in my in a private space because i am afraid of men because of a thing that happened to me which can sort of which is the same kind of idea that can be applied to like sort of racist ideas like oh i don't like black people because i was mugged once which is like it's it's not an argument and it's not an excuse to be like you know racist or homophobic or transphobic or whatever but it's a hard thing to argue with because the person's like ex the person's experience was valid and like their trauma is real yeah. but on the f like uh flip side of this she's also trying to she's also like the insinuation here is that like oh hurt people can't hurt people which is the opposite of the way that that like common line right. goes because it's basically it's uh, like if you experience something like this it's like you can either deal with the pain healthily try to find some way to come to terms with it and grow as a person or you can take that pain and then dump it on somebody else and i think what frustrates me about her bringing this up in the context of this uh paragraph or this uh essay uh two things uh that are the big ones. The first off is when she says uh, the that she's deeply concerned about the consequences of the current state of trans activism and then goes right into sexual assault. Mm. Even though she doesn't say it implicitly, the subtext is very much there for anybody mm -hmm. with an ounce of common sense. And the second thing is, is that she's bringing this up to... Uh, to loosen the blowback she could get. Because it's one of those mm -hmm. things where, like, hey, this shitty thing happened to me. And again, I don't wish this on anybody, but it's a shitty thing, and she's doing a shitty thing, and so it's almost like she's using that as her get-out-of-jail-free card, mm -hmm. an excuse. And it's not okay. I would love... I would I would love for a situation in which she found some peace and 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 end to this, uh, but this is not the essay to do that in, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. especially with the content that's going on because of the insinuation of how the two intermingle. It's also like lots of trans women have been victimized, sexually assaulted by men. You know, lots yeah. of trans women are just as afraid of men as you are. Like this doesn't like, and she does. She does mention this. She says, like, if you could come inside my head and understand what I feel when I read about a trans woman dying at the hands of a violent man, you'd find solidarity and kinship. But like, and I believe that the majority of trans-identified people fit, pose zero threat to others. Mm -hmm. uh, you just want to force us into male prisons. You yeah, just want to like, force us into male spaces. You just want to make us constantly ask for permission to be in places where we're safe. Oh. Which real, well, real it's, quick, it's, it's, real, real quick. I just want to say, whenever somebody uses that argument, where it's like, "Oh, I'm sure most people don't," but we just can't like risk having somebody who is like might be a male-identified person entering a women's space because of, of this chance. Like, whenever somebody uses that line to you, somebody who might be reactionary using that line, that's when you bring up the old chestnut hashtag. Not all men, because yeah, where are those guys right now? Where are where are <laughs> there is. I, as somebody who has had to use both, I I like having being able to use the women's washroom and women's change room. Like it's much more pleasant. But also, I could never make a logical reason why like those spaces are segregated, if we're assuming that the like ninety nine point nine percent of men are not going to sexually assault women given right. like the opportunity. It's also just like it's not actually illegal in most places for men to go in women's change rooms or for men to go in women's washrooms particularly like there aren't laws yeah. about this in the vast majority of places um and besides even if it were illegal it is also illegal to sexually assault people mm -hmm. and so the notion yeah. <laughs> that making it illegal to go in the washroom will prevent them from doing another illegal act like if you as if a sign on as if a sign on the door and uh -huh. like a mall a mall security guard is the one thing keeping a man from sexually assaulting That's a, a thin woman. blue line. <laughs> the, the Paul Blart is uh, is we don't give him enough credit. Beyond... Yeah, Matt, 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 Madeline, what were you saying? No, I I, I was just gonna say like it's just it's 
I don't know. It's the trope thing, and I always hate it because it always like plays on the the idea of just like like you know what ifs, what ifs. It's like I don't know, man. Like what what if the fucking sky falls tomorrow? Like it, there's shitty things that could happen, but like at the same time too, we're dreaming up the worst case scenarios, <laughs> and at the same time too, like and I brought this up before, but like this is again, it's just gay panic. It's just. You know, it was originally like, oh, if you let gay men into the bathroom with straight men, they're going to, you know, I fuck them or the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it, what happened with that? Absolutely fucking nothing. Like, it, it's just not a thing. You don't hear about it. I'm sure somewhere at some place in time, maybe there's something that happened. Maybe. But at the same time, too, it's not really an issue. And that's the same thing mm-hmm. here. And I mean, like, and I don't know for like, I don't know which cis person needs to hear this, but like. I'm fucking terrified the moment I walk into, like, a oh, women's yeah. washroom or change room Just or even the scared. women's clothing department, like, the clothing part of the store. Like, it's terrifying to me. Like, I'm trying to get in and out as fast as I can. And mm-hmm. so, like, a situation in which, like, I don't, like, what is she advocating for? Is she advocating for the fact that, like, she thinks that, like, I don't know. Like, she says that, you know, oh, the vast majority are okay, but, like, that is such a bullshit that, that's in contradiction to the entire fucking essay. I'm sorry. Like, she mm-hmm. can say that, but the entire essay is leading up to the fact of, like, well, look how dangerous, dangerous these people are. And look, I've done this research, and, you know, they're just hurting themselves. It's very much like, you know what it is? It is uh, British uh, hierarchy um, just in, infecting something like feminism, where it's it, rather than uh, the idea of feminism abolishing a hierarchy – um, especially as one that's in gender, uh, it's reaffirming one and it's basically creating a subcategory of women. Um, so, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's just the same thing with JK Rowling. It's the same thing with fucking Glinner. Yeah, it makes me mad too. Yeah. And so like, I don't know, like her entire article. I mean, if you really want to read it, go ahead for it. But I, it's basically a lot of nothing. If you've ever dated a writer, it's pretty much just like... She also compares trans people to incels at one point. Oh, yeah. what, was that? what was that? What was that line? From the leader of the free world's long history of sexual assault accusations and his proud boast of grabbing them by the pussy to the incel, quote, involuntary celibate movement that rages against women who won't give them sex to the trans activists who declare that TERFs need punching and re-educating. Men across the political spectrum seem to agree women are asking for trouble. Just a spectacular line in which she compares trans people to Donald Trump and incel murderers. I, I don't know if it's just like a need to like position herself in a victim area so that way it doesn't seem like she's punching down. Mm-hmm. But it's it, that's all this is. It's just punching down, and she's just trying to position herself towards. I'm sorry, you're a multi-million dollar uh, children's writer, billion, um, who billion. has yeah, billion. Sorry, who has uh, failed at all of her other writing endeavors. And so, like, what what else do you have left to do? So this fucking article fucking sucks. But you know, here's the thing: you can like the books if you want to. Still, just please don't compare people to fucking different houses because nobody wants to hear that shit. Also, anymore. just yeah, like, don't talk about it. It's embarrassing. That's such a rave yeah. thing to say. Oh my fucking god! So I yeah, hang up this. Call. So yeah, please go on Twitter and uh, figure out which houses each of us are in. <laughs> And vote and 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 uh, vote for whichever uh, presidential candidate reminds you the most of Hermione Granger. Clearly, I'm Ravenclaw. You're Slytherin, and Mads is Hufflepuff. I think. Yeah. I feel like, like that's cool. I got the gayest house. That's awesome. That's the generic answer. I feel like we don't need to dig deep. Uh, Hufflepuffs are uh, Loki tops. And also, like, there's if you go look for it, um, I think I've retweeted it, or maybe not. Um, there's this. Uh, the whole thread by this guy, Andrew James Carter, no relation, who basically <laughs> went through every, went through the entire thing, like piece by piece and like, you know, interrogated all the stats and like did all of the hard work that we were never going to do. So yeah, that's, uh, so, yeah. that's out there. I will never do any hard work. Yeah. So like, just like linear folks, this is, it sucks right now. And I know for like, especially for the kids, yeah. You know, first off, if your kids listening to this podcast, what the fuck? Get off. Go do something else. But for the kids that are out there, like this is probably hard because a lot of them, you know, it's it's escapism. It is what it is. But like, read Warrior Cats instead. Also, read may, Warrior Cats. May I, may I say, like this along with Glinner, like the fact that pe- it's people who are like not like 
you know, aside from maybe like, aside from like a small part who are not like a functionally members of the LGBT community who are going to, who are just neglecting their incredibly successful careers to defend shitty second wave lesbians. <laughs> like, like how does this happen? Like people who are going to like, they're, they could just like sit in their like cottage and write books or TV shows for the rest of their days, but they are going to, they're willing to completely tank their career to defend like a few thousand like sketchy English women. I mean, it's, it's all they can do right now since Epstein's no longer around. So they can't, uh, they can't really fly out anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Allegedly he's no longer around. I mean, did you see the body? I didn't no, see No, that's body. true. That is true. Oh my fucking god! I, well, just, I, mean, I just finished watching the Epstein uh, thing on uh, Netflix, and holy shit! You know what? It's the, so much worse. The MK Ultra thing brings it around. I look forward to a uh, to a future episode where we get Brace Belled into guest and where we interrogate the Epstein uh, turf connection. Oh, I thought you were going to say we're all going to do drugs. That would be awesome. Well, that too. Obviously that too. We'd do an entire episode on hallucinogens. Uh, it'll be Patreons only. Uh, anyways, um, I'm Madeline Hops. I'm rabbit underscores dead on Twitter and Twitch. I'm Ricarder at Ricarder on uh, Twitter. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Go do the work. There are no more excuse. There's no more excuses. Go do the work. Yes. I'm Amy. Just Amy. My Twitter is Lavender Ashtray. Your life doesn't matter. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Um, there we also, go. We apologize if like our comments about the uh, Seattle Autonomous Zone at this point are uh, out of date by the time this episode goes out because the police have massacred every single uh, crest punk living there. So if that yeah. is if that has happened by the time this episode goes out. We apologize. Um, keep fighting the good fight. Oh, I had a, I had an idea for the Seattle Autonomous Zone. What? What? So there's a, a statue of Lenin that is about a one-hour walk away from the Seattle Autonomous Zone. And so if you just, like, pushed him down and rolled him, you could probably get, get him there in, like, six or seven hours. And it would definitely, like, shatter the commune in half due to, like, factional disputes over the legacy of the Soviet Union. But it would be dope. Um, so if you, like, need any help organizing that, let me know. Um, my DMs are open. Slide into the DM. Also, for... <laughs> For the for the for, for the purposes for the uh, legality purposes of this next comment, I, it takes place in Minecraft. But go find your local statue of uh, Christopher Columbus. Do something about it. Yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, I hear it likes to swim this time of year. All right, goodbye, everybody. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.